Welcome back to Horoscope Witch. It's Mal and happy Aries full moon. Uh, the Aries full moon is going to be happening on October 13th. I think it's my intention to put this episode out just a little bit early. I think usually I've been sort of popping these new moon, full moon, let's call them sermons. My, I like that, my moon sermons. <laughs> I've been popping them up like the day of the new moon or the full moon. Um, but for this full moon sermon, I think that I'm going to put it out maybe a couple days early just because I'm feeling like it's a big one. And I know we say that every time, um, but it, it is we've got some this full moon specifically tends is happens to be aspected uh, a little bit more on the tough side but I also think it's a really beautiful full moon and in, in the poetry of of what the what the planets are actually saying so I'm excited to talk about this one nevertheless and uh now can we just talk can we just talk about something real fast before uh we get into the astrology stuff uh so one thing that's kind of popped into you know my my world since <laughs> since I started working at a metaphysical shop is you know I can't tell you how many times people come in and you know maybe on a day when I'm I'm not even a reader. Maybe I'm just working the counter that day in the shop. And people come in and um, they'll say something about tarot or they'll say something about uh, witchcraft or any other kind of divination tool. And they'll kind of say something like, oh yeah, like, oh man, never again. When I started playing with tarot cards, bad things happen in my life or oh man like uh, like oh that witchcraft stuff like oh I, I can't get into that anymore like it, it it created some really really bad stuff in my life just like stuff like that about um like insinuating that tarot and witchcraft is something that could um draw in like negative energy or just mess your life up or whatever it may be um and they're just like they're turned off by their own experience um may I say unguided experience <laughs> um in the process of you know maybe their curiosity you know, going into looking into witchcraft or they had a curiosity about tarot and it ended up being a negative experience for them and they don't want anything to do with it anymore. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've been getting that a lot lately for some reason. And first of all, I don't try to convince people of something that they've already decided is true for them if that makes sense so like you know if you're if you're a republican and i'm and i'm an anarchist i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna so it's it's the same thing with tarot and witchcraft and everything like if you have already decided for yourself that tarot is this bad thing that brought bad stuff into your life and la la that's fine that's fine but i just wanted to say you know let's have just a quick quick discussion because i do feel like it's important to bring up Especially because you guys, you are, 
like literally so so sweet like uh, just in the past couple months I've had a, a few messages from you guys saying that like they're like oh you inspired me to get my first tarot deck or you made me interested in tarot when I when I previously wasn't and that means so much to me like that's the shit that I put in my gratitude journal and I feel like authentic about it you know like that's like authentically the stuff that like I feel is like I feel so grateful for so first of all thank you and I'm I feel honored to have inspired your (laughs) your interest in tarot in some way uh secondly uh you know guys you know maybe I'm talking to some seasoned tarot professionals maybe I'm talking to some baby tarot readers I don't exactly know I think I'm talking to a mix just because I'm kind of a mix right um of both of those things now who are we talking to when we go to the cards guys who are we talking to who are we communicating with that's something that is important to think about uh and in my opinion, we're talking to spirit. We're talking to our higher selves. We're talking to our ancestors. We're talking to maybe spirit guides. Um, anything in that realm I'm talking to. And I'm setting the intention that when I come to my cards, um, I am only communicating with ascended beings who are in my highest good. Okay. Now, granted, I didn't set that intention like when I first started reading tarot and nothing ever bad happened to me. Okay. Like I felt like intuitively, even when I came to the tarot, A, I was never scared of it. Like I I was never scared to start doing tarot. Like I thought I was going to be communicating with some dark entity or, um, but you know, I think just from the get go, I, I had an understanding that tarot was a tool of transformation self-care personal empowerment and that was the lens I was going at it with okay and if you have that same intention about this is a tool to help me in my life even if I get a a card like the devil or the tower or death even if I get the ten of swords the eight of swords the nine of swords something like that like all of these cards are just tools to help me throughout my day, throughout my month, whatever. You can't really go wrong, guys. There's nothing to be afraid of when you have that intention. I mean, you can, we can all just, you know, talk to our guides right now and just kind of say, yo, homies, what's up? Like, I just, you know, like I'm setting the intention that I'm only talking to you and my ascended higher being. Um, okay, cool. It's, it's done. Good. We got the intention set. Okay, let's rewind. Like, <laughs> that was my rewind sound. Um, going back to the people, you know, these people who come into the shop sometimes and they tell me, they like say in passing, like, oh, I did tarot once and it, scary things happened. Or like, I, I pursued witchcraft once and, you know, my life started going to shit. Uh, that kind of stuff. Okay, I just have to say, I think those people who who say those type of things have a fundamental misunderstanding of what tarot is. I think they have a fundamental misunderstanding of what witchcraft is. And I just think that they're not to say like, I don't want to say poorly educated because at the same time I have 
a lot of empathy for them and I realized that not everybody is you know in a place in their life where they are finding like a spiritual mentor or maybe they maybe they started tarot when there wasn't 50 million tarot podcasts and Lindsay Mack and you know all those people like talking about tarot so I get it I get it while they why they may think that you know, tarot was the thing that brought bad things into their life. But at the end of the day, you know, tarot will show you your shadow too. Um, And if tarot does cause you anxiety or, you know, maybe there is a time in your life where you're feeling really depressed or really anxious and you don't feel like the tarot is providing you like a sense of relief or comfort or guidance, then I would always say, yeah, put the deck down for a while. Okay. Um, you know, don't, don't go to the tarot in your moments of anxiety, especially when you can't separate out your monkey mind right? Like if you're going to the tarot and, you know, you feel like your life is falling apart and then you pull the tower, well, of course, like in that moment, you're not in the correct mindset to be going to the tarot, um, if that makes sense. Now, I don't really know why I'm rambling about this, but I just felt it important to touch on that, uh, tarot is a beautiful tool. Again, I say it all the time and maybe tis the season because it is Halloween. It's the season of, you know, the commercialization of witchcraft and tarot and things like that. And those things tend to make the art or the, the practice scary or spooky. And I'm always against that. I always say tarot is not scary. It is not spooky. It is a tool to communicate with the higher self. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to say that. And maybe you guys are having the same experience. And um, in some way with other people kind of still thinking that tarot isn't, you know, isn't of the highest good or, um, you know, tarot isn't something that you could use to benefit your life it's uh but it it definitely is so I'm just kind of putting that out there especially if anybody's kind of coming to this podcast with curiosity maybe you don't have a tarot deck or maybe you're frightened or uh of something along those lines um you know don't be frightened and don't let like uninformed people or um, people who didn't have the right intentions of going to tarot in the first place tell you that tarot is not an excellent tool if you if you come at it in that way okay all right end discussion I also thought about talking a little bit about um like people coming in and um you know saying that they have like negative energy in their house or like negative entity entities in their house but I'll save that for another podcast because that's that's a whole nother deal but let's let's just get into this full moon um the full moon in Aries I'm gonna read you guys a little story okay um so this story I've read it before um like there's it's I'm pretty sure it's translated um uh, I don't think it was originally written in English, and um, it's a, it has a variety of names. I've seen this story be called, like, The Merchant of Samsara. Um, I've heard this 
story be called other things i don't exactly know exactly what the title of it is um and but specifically this one is in the book called the astrology of fate by liz green it's a really really good book um maybe a little bit disturbing (laughs) Um, but it's a good book and right on the first page she tells this story and this is one of my favorite stories so it was funny to see it in this book um so without further ado let's just read this thing once upon a time it is said there lived in isfahan a young man who spent his days as a servant to a wealthy merchant On a fine morning, the young man rode to the market, carefree and with his purse jingling with coins from the merchant's coffee to buy meat and fruit and wine. And there in the marketplace, he saw death, who beckoned him as though about to speak. In terror, the young man turned his horse about and fled, taking the road that led to Samara. By nightfall, filthy and exhausted, he had reached an inn there and with the merchant's money uh, purchased a room and collapsed upon the bed with mingled fatigue and relief, for it seemed that he had outwitted death. But in the moment of the night, there came, or sorry, I'd say in the middle of the night, there came a knock at the chamber door and in the doorway stood death, smiling Uh, affably how come you be here how come you be here (laughs) demanded the young man white-faced and trembling i saw you only this morning in the marketplace and death replied why i have come to collect you as it is written for when i saw you this morning in the marketplace i tried to say that you and i had an appointment tonight in samara but then you would not let me speak and only ran away <laughs> okay so um i i always liked that um that story because you know the merchant he sees death in the marketplace, right? And in fear, he runs away from death. But then in running away and hiding from death, he literally meets death, you know? And death's kind of joking with him. Like, yo, like if you had let me, you know, tell you this morning that, you know, we had an appointment tonight, you might have not have done what you had done. But because you were scared of me, you ran away. We we met right as as it had said in fate you know so i wanted to read that because this this full moon it has a lot to do again with our fear uh it has a lot to do with the things that yeah that we're most scared of um and that's because this full moon um it's actually forming a t-square to pluto so by the way do you guys do you guys get what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, like what's the, what, um, like when I say T-square, I, I think there are some, maybe there are some people on the other end who are students of astrology and they like when I'm using the technical terms because they're following along. Maybe some other people are just like here for the, my, my cute voice or something and they're like what the heck is Mal talking about so I'm always gonna gear my astrological 
interpretation or like my astrological discussion to the students of astrology who are listening um but if you happen to just be here because you you like to listen to the astrology but you're not learning and you tend to get a little confused just just go with it just go with it i'll try to keep it I would try to keep it pretty pretty light. But if you are a student of student of astrology, you might want to go to planetwatcher.com. They'll give you a the circle, the the circle of the current the current sky, the current transits. And um I should say the wheel. And you can put the date to October 13th when the full moon is happening. And you'll see that the moon is at 20 degrees Aries, the sun is at 20 degrees Libra, and the and Pluto is at 20 degrees Capricorn, okay? So if you can imagine, it's like, um, you know, the, the sun and the moon, they're at a 180, right? They're at an opposition, but then they are both squaring Pluto. And when two planets are squaring a third planet at the same time, that's what we call a T-square. Okay? And and you may know a T-square if you, if you were born with one in your in your birth chart. Uh so you you may have this this uh thing in your birth chart. It may not be with the moon and the sun and Pluto. It may be with three other planets or whatnot, but it's a pretty common um pattern in a birth chart so as for when we see a t-square in the sky especially when pluto is the focal planet of the t-square right pluto is the thing that the moon and the sun are squaring we know that this moon is going to be about fear it's going to be about death and rebirth transformation but let's dial that back for a second uh, let, let's put Pluto on the back burner real quick. And let's just go simply to, you know, the full moon in Aries. We got the moon, again, the moon in Aries opposing the sun in Libra. Okay, students of astrology, what happens when Aries and Libra are at an opposition in the chart? I want you to think about that. Tap in, tap into your intuition. You know, think about the Aries archetype in the Libra archetype, what happens when they're arguing just a little bit? What happens when they're having a discussion? What happens when Aries and Libra are kind of talking to each other across the room? Okay, we're probably having a discussion about independence versus dependence. We're probably having a discussion about freedom versus the law. We're probably having a discussion about morality. Um, we're probably having a discussion about, um, you know, doing something for myself versus doing something for the good of the community. You know, there's a lot of things we could be discussing when we're talking about the dichotomy of Aries and Libra. Now, I think specifically for this full moon, what my guides are telling me is that the key word is a lot about freedom and imprisonment. I think the the opposition between the moon and the sun in this full moon, which obviously happens every full moon, um, but this opposition 
uh, is kind of asking us to consider what are the things that are keeping us trapped? Uh, what are the things that are keeping us from feeling free in our own life? And then we have Pluto again at the top. And Pluto's kind of saying, well, the things that are keeping us imprisoned or keeping us trapped, those would be our own fears, right? And Pluto always comes in to remind us about uh, lessons about how our fears may be controlling our lives um, and how to better live with our fear and manage our fear in order to go forth. Um, and again, I say this all the time. I've said this probably in a past full moon, new moon sermon. Uh, I think that the whole letting go and releasing thing that the spiritual community does with just like the pressure of releasing and letting go of shit, I think it's like kind of all bullshit. Like, cause I don't actually think the human the psychology of the human mind can actually let something go that quickly, you know, like to actually truly let something go, quote unquote, or release something. It takes a lot of reprogramming. It takes a lot of um, inner child work, let's say. It takes a lot of inner work in general. So if we're looking to release our fear, let's say about stepping into our power, well, that's going to take more than just, you know, writing that down and on a piece of paper and burning it in our cauldron and being like, okay, done, can step into my power now. Now that whole ritual could very well help you for sure. That can help be a metaphor to represent what you're trying to do in your life and what you're trying to bring about in your life. But that little thing that you did isn't gonna be the thing that changes your life what's the thing that's gonna be changing changing your life is when you commit to sort of reprogramming how the mind works and again Pluto does ask us to discuss this um, because Pluto is a planet about like our deep psychological nature of our trauma of our programming of our childhood conditioning things like that so a lot of these themes may be coming up. I, I One of the images, actually, that Spirit was giving me, uh, which is actually really interesting, they were showing me uh, kind of like a character, like the fool in the tarot, or, or someone kind of like maybe the Page of Pentacles, just kind of someone, you know, kind of happy and jolly and skipping down their path, and uh, like literally showing me them on a path. And suddenly on the path, they're met with a wall, Okay, just like a straight up wall. They, they can't figure out how to get over it. Um, they can't figure out, you know, there is no way around this wall. It seems to go on for an infinite amount of time on either side. So you can't just walk around it. The only way is to sort of solve the puzzle in order to get over it. Now, um, Spirit was saying something too about how many times we hit a wall in our own lives and then we just give up. We think, oh man, hit a wall here. Like, there's no other way. This path ain't working. I gotta wave my white flag. You know, I'm I'm lost in the corn maze. I've tried my best. Gotta have someone save me. You know, or like, gotta turn around. Like, th this path has a wall. You know, better not go down it. Um, sometimes though, guys, 
and I think walls are different, but I think a lot of the times I don't think hitting a wall means that we're on the wrong path, right? I think hitting a wall is probably just part of the path. And then Spirit was showing me this kind of character, um, let's call him the fool, the fool kind of uh, taking out a magnifying glass and um, kind of observing the wall the bricks on like a microscopic level um, and kind of observing like what the bricks were made out of and um, and then he notices like some some writing and some some messages on the wall and he, he notices oh well actually the number of bricks piled up are significant and he notices all of these things while he's just sitting there trying to figure this out and um, it's kind of amazing what happens when we are at a wall in our life and we, j- we don't panic. We don't turn around. We don't say, well, I guess I can't do it. It's too hard. Uh, it's kind of amazing what happens when we just sit there and we kind of just investigate the situation. Okay, (laughs) investigate uh, what's going on. Um, You know, how can I get over this um, hump? How do I jump this wall? What's the safest route? Do I need to remove this brick and dig a hole underneath? Um, Is there something I'm not seeing right now? And I think that is what Spirit's asking us to consider right now. So do, I mean, if you do need to sort of meditate on it, uh, this can be something you meditate, literally meditate on in your five minutes of meditation a day before you get out of your car and go into work. Do, do kind of imagine whatever wall that is in front of you and imagine, you know, investigating this wall. What is it really? Now, when I investigate my wall, okay, actually in meditation, when I was investigating it, the bricks started to crumble and they started to reveal other things that were kind of disguised as the brick. So it was sort of like, you know, I saw certain family members. I saw myself looking at myself in the eye. I saw, you know, some some things from my childhood. Like I saw all these things that were just making up this wall. And then I realized that the wall that I had hit in my own life, it, it wasn't really about anything on the external necessarily. It was more about the internal, okay? So I think that's what we're discovering in this full moon, how we've been holding our own selves back, okay? And then, you know, if you think of a T-square, let's go back to the actual astrology. When we think of a T-square, um, it's kind of like a triangle or it's not kind of, it is, it is like a triangle. Like it's like the moon and the, the Pluto and the sun are kind of forming a triangle and it's sort of like they're at a three-legged table, right? And a lot of astrologers will make this metaphor. So this isn't, the, I'm not claiming that I've, um, that this is my own metaphor. Um, but when we, when a three-legged table is off balance and let's say you knock over a three-legged table, it's actually gonna, it's gonna probably land on the thing that doesn't even have a leg. It's, it's the, it's gonna land on the empty side of the table, right? So if we actually look at the astrological wheel and we look, okay, well, what, what is in that empty space, um, that empty space is cancer, 
right? Because we're talking, we're talking about the cardinal signs. Uh, we're talking about Aries, uh, Capricorn, Libra, um, forming a T square, and then Cancer being the empty side. By the way, you know, aspects that happen in the cardinal signs are more intense, uh, just because the cardinal signs in general, they represent initiation. So this full moon is very much initiating us into something. And this full moon definitely could be the initiation of us crumbling our own wall, you know. But with Cancer kind of being that empty space in the T-square, uh, well, what are we going to fall back on? We're going to fall back on, you know, what we grew up with. Um, you know, our home life, what we keep private, uh, our comfort zones, uh, these type of things are going to be the coping mechanism. But I think if we can kind of keep balanced on the three legs and we don't feel tempted to fall back in sort of that coping mechanism of the Cancerian energy, um, which could literally mean mom and what our parents taught us. It could literally mean what we learned in our in our life, in our home, what we learned about how to act and how to behave and how we're trying to get past that. Um, we can actually direct our, our this T square of this of this full moon um, back into kind of being a little bit more Plutonian. Now it does take courage to be Plutonian because remember the story I just read you, okay, about death, we c that death who followed the merchants, you know, uh, you know, Pluto is like death, like in a way he, he follows us around, we can't escape him. So we might as well kind of, when he says come hither in the market, we might as well go listen. Because if we try to run from him, well, guess what? We're just going to run into him later, two, two towns down the road, exhausted and filthy, and he's still holding our, holding our, um, our sentence. <laughs> uh, of course, I mean this all metaphorically. I hope you guys know. So, so that's really what this full moon is saying. Now, okay, so astrologers in training... Okay, <laughs> so if you do see someone, if you are seeing a client with a T-square, you, know, you know, how are we going to tell them about how to redirect this energy? We're going to look for a redirect. What is a redirect? A redirect is something um, that, that is, is not directly involved in the T-square, but it, it might just kind of be a friend hanging out on the side, making a more positive aspect to any or all of the planets involved. And we can actually redirect the energy of this T-square to help us sort of um, overcome and manage the, the transformation that is at hand. So if we look at the astrological wheel, our redirect is just so clearly Jupiter. Jupiter is sitting at 20 degrees Sag. And Jupiter is sextiling the moon, sorry, sextiling the sun and trining the moon. Okay, so I think we can actually use Jupiter to break down that wall that we're currently sitting in front of and meditating. We're not panicking. We're not turning around and going back home. We're just going to sit at the wall and we're going to meditate how to get over this hump. Okay, and Jupiter... 
I think Jupiter is going to be that energy that really helps us move past our old ideas, our old negative thought patterns, and it's going to help us substitute it with a new energy. I almost feel like Jupiter's acting as almost like the ace of swords in this in this full moon. He, he's kind of coming in and saying, okay, we have this big transformation, but the only the only way to move forward is forward. We either choose to expand or we kind of go home and we fall back on that empty side of the Cancerian energy of the wheel and we go back home. We go back to what we're used to. Um, we go back to our comfort zone. But Jupiter's like, no, 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 take my hand. Come on. Um, I'm I'm at the top of the I'm at the top of the wall. I'm I'm giving you a hand. Why don't you just trust me and come hop the fence finally and get to that other side of the wall and we'll keep going forward. Okay. That's that's really the energy. That's that's I think that's what's happening. Now that- <laughs> Maybe maybe another astrologer will see something different, but when I look at at the zodiac wheel on Planet Watcher and I see October 13th, that's what I see is happening, okay? Now on a personal level, um and I'll share a little bit about what I'm being called to do because I think we tend to be on similar frequencies me and you, whoever is listening, and I think in sharing just a little bit about what that means for me, all that stuff that I said could probably help you. Um, for this full moon in Aries, I feel like it's kind of asking uh, for a big leap of faith. And I think this whole year has been asking for a big leap of faith. But I, I think specifically this full moon in Aries is kind of asking like, what ha- what have you been doing that you haven't been completely fully 100% committing to um you know in committing to your dream or committing to a passion or committing to doing something uh i think when we kind of stay in limbo we kind of have one foot you know on one side and the other foot on the other and we, we always have a, a million backup plans and we're still leaning on an old crutch and we're afraid to let the old crutch go when we don't fully commit to something it's gonna hold us back okay I almost feel like this full moon at least for me and take this or leave this but at least for me I think the spirit is kind of like all right Mal it's about time that you be 100% on this path and maybe maybe I do a good job of not maybe on this podcast you guys don't realize this whole time like I've I haven't been completely 100%. It's not to say that, like, no matter what, I want to keep doing this podcast. And no matter what, I want to do astrology readings and psychic readings. But, you know, of course, this year, there's been times where I've entertained, like, well, what if this is just like a side thing? What if this is just a side hobby that I do? Um, What if this is just something that I do for fun? Uh, You know, and those kind of thoughts it would be a lot easier, you know, to go, to be a teacher, you know, that those kind of thoughts for me do keep me from 100% committing, but that's just the surface level of the wall, right? Um, when, when, when I really meditate on what it is that keeps me from 100% committing, 
and kind of grabbing spirit's hand or grabbing Jupiter's hand and help and having him lift me over this wall. You know, that that's really stuff like emotional wounds, childhood trauma, just stuff that that tells me I'm not worthy enough or I'm not good enough or um, you know, I I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm incapable. All of these things uh, you know are in that wall that I've hit. But I do think that this full moon in Aries specifically is kind of inviting me and you if you're if you're uh resonating with this to you know, yeah, be 100%. Uh everything is that being said, everything is reversible. <laughs> like my Virgo friend told me on the phone. She's like, everything is reversible. So if you commit 100% to a path and you give it your absolute all, a, you know, I, I think really, of course, it'll work out because if you're giving 100% and it's what spirit wants and it's what you want and you and spirit are partnering together and being 100% in something, of course, you know, of course, like huge things that you could have never imagined are going to be on the road, right? But the monkey mind always thinks, okay, well, what if it doesn't work out? So if you need to give your monkey mind a little bit of, um, you know, medicine and be like, yo, here, sip on this. Everything's reversible. Okay, you okay? Okay, then I'm going, I'm going this way. I'm going 100% into this. Then do so. You know, it, it is a time for like commitment. And I think that, you know, with moon and Aries, sun and Libra, uh, Pluto and Capricorn, I think they're, they're all pretty committed energies. Uh, you know, this full moon is really like, why are you so afraid to commit to this? Uh, because we got you, spirit has got you going forth. So it's really, it's really all you and your self-created wall. <laughs> it, it, it's not spirit spirit's not holding you back and as we'll talk about in the next artist way podcast um like julia cameron would say you know entertain the thought that god is on your side entertain the thought that you know god is rooting for you and wants you to achieve the things that you want right but notice how we're much more comfortable hitting the wall and saying up oh, better go home now because that's easier, right? Okay. So let me, um, let me think if there's anything else I wanted to say before I give you guys channeled messages for your sign about what's coming up on this full moon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One more thing, guys, from Spirit and from me. Uh, this is also a full moon to not only commit to the thing that you've been 50-50 on or the thing that you've been 60-40 on, you know, it's a it's a moon to commit to something fully with your heart. But it's also a good moon to sort of um, learn how to cohabitate with fear. Um, kind of coming up with a, a plan, <laughs> how to sort of move forward. Because even if you do take Jupiter's hand and he helps you over this wall and you choose to expand during this full moon, you're still going to be scared. You're still going to have those fears. Fear never goes away on the path. So just acknowledge that. Uh, there's You're really not going to achieve, and this isn't me being pessimistic, but there really isn't going to be an achievable 
way of living where you're never in fear because even actually even if you stayed in your comfort zone your entire life and was a slug and just you know stayed in your room and watched Netflix every single day of your life you would actually I think have more anxiety than doing the thing that you're you're being called to do because either way your soul knows what path it is it has so like your soul knows the way you just have to follow and fear is always going to be a companion of yours and it's it's our choice though how to cart fear around um you know fear is kind of like this annoying kid that we have to babysit uh but maybe that's actually the key though because maybe I see my fear as this annoying kid I have to babysit when really fear is like that inner child that I should be nurturing and maybe there is a part of me that sees my inner child as the annoying kid that I have to babysit versus someone that I should be having a discussion with okay why are we scared in this moment what's coming up how do we overcome this um you know things like that so we do need to have sort of a plan about how to be 100% manage our fear whatever that means to you maybe that is you know writing yourself a note or writing yourself a positive mantra or just really simply accepting that fear is going to be there regardless and we just sort of have to learn again how to cohabitate with it because I promise you you know no no cauldron burning banishing candle uh, spell uh incense burning dray nothing nothing is going to remove your fear within you okay those things can help you move past things but fear's always going to be there remember that and again i hope that i hope that provides you with in a way relief and optimism that a you don't have to strive to be the superhuman who's fearless and just does things and doesn't second guess themselves um but i hope it provides you with relief because know that you can very much 100 percent. i'm very very certain you can achieve what you want to achieve while also being scared okay okay guys that's it for the full moon sermon uh love you guys very much well sending you a lot of reiki on this full moon or when you are listening to this podcast uh and enjoy your channeled messages and yeah talk to you guys in the next segment okay guys i'm back let's get into your channeled messages for the aries full moon i'm gonna go zodiac sign by zodiac sign and kind of go through and i did choose to do some tarot and oracle for you guys this time around so i have one tarot card and one animal spirit oracle card for all of you guys and per usual i gear the message towards the sun sign but if for some reason your sun sign does not resonate definitely listen in to your moon or rising sign and um i will try my best to put the timestamps in the show notes but i could be lying <laughs> so we'll, we'll just see how it goes if i remember or not but i, I could be lying to you there um but yeah let's get into it i already shuffled the cards actually 
Um, so Aries, let's start with you. Aries, you got the Ace of Pentacles and then you also got the Turtle. So I'm actually getting, um, you know, quite a new adventure is kind of coming around the corner for you and this full moon though it's really only the start of the adventure and I'm not getting necessarily I mean it could be that you're going on a big trip or um, like physically going to a new country or something like that but you know for a few of you sure but for most of you this new adventure is actually about making everyday life like a little bit more adventurous if that makes sense um, making the mundane magical uh <laughs> and then with that ace of pentacles that's like my my time my card for it's time to plant the seed so wh whatever seed that may come to you during this time uh, like a new idea or again this is like a very much a new beginning for you guys this is sort of a restart button when it comes to the full moon this is your full moon so uh, do realize that um, you know, it is a great time to write down some new manifestations, plant some new seeds, but do also acknowledge that this is only the beginning. And with the turtle showing up, uh, I think the turtle's reminding us to keep these ideas, these seeds, these new, uh, these new downloads, uh, our new adventure, adventurous things, keep them private. Uh, don't tell anybody about them just yet. They're still growing and you don't want, you know, the haters <laughs> to destroy, um, you know, your creativity before it's even gotten a chance to blossom. But I'm excited for you, Aries, especially about that, whole thing spirit saying with making the mundane magical um because you have such an adventurous spirit aries it's sort of like um you know we have our happiest and most inspirational times and moments for for an aries when they figure out how to make the stuff that's not so exciting exciting so i think that's really what the kind of life that spirit is inviting you to create um but i'll leave i'll leave the rest up to you aries so you can kind of do what you will with that interpretation Taurus, um, I see you're kind of having a little bit of a hard time with this, with this full moon. You got the tower and you also got the camel. So actually with this tower moment that we're, that we're coming up on, um, I'm actually getting that like, uh, how do I put this? I think the whole year Taurus in general has been having a bunch of tower moments and I think the the I don't want to say the worst is over if that makes sense but because it's like even though the quote-unquote the worst is over it like whatever did happen this year for you in the past it was all for the best anyways and it's it's propelling you forward into a new direction obviously but then with the tower coming up again I almost am getting this is just a little bit of an aftermath of an already huge shift that you've been making this entire year so 
the full moon may kind of uh, act as, I don't want to say a test, because sometimes I don't necessarily love to think that the universe is testing us, but uh, maybe maybe a sort of, uh, again, like an aftershock, an aftermath of, of all the shifts you've been making this year, and this full moon is kind of going to be like a moment where it's kind of like, so what are you going to do with it? Um, this is truly the time to move forward and release what needs to be released in order to walk in your direction. Now, the camel comes up to remind you that, um, you know, the big things that seem like crisis in, in the moment, uh, when we look at them, you know, five years from now, we think, okay, no, that actually was good. And that helped me get to this point in my life, or that helped me grow in this way. In the moment, I was freaking out about it. But you know, long term, it's really just another point on my timeline. So do remember that Taurus, um, during these moments where you may be feeling despair in some way. Um, it it's it's just another point on the timeline and the camel reminds you to keep keep going in in a way that with intention keep going forward and move with intention okay uh gemini you got the knight of wands and the wolf so i'm getting that you are um you're very much protected and free to move move forward um in this time especially around the time of this full moon gemini uh i'm also hearing though that uh move forward but be careful like whose opinions or whose uh like opinions of you you also move forward with if that makes sense I think that in order for you to move forward to be your fullest and happiest self there are some things that you kind of just have to say fuck it to and usually you're pretty good at that Gemini but with the wolf wolf coming up in your poll I am getting like, you know, some concerns about the pack, quote unquote, like, should I do what's best for the pack? Or should I do should I be the lone wolf and do what's best for me? But the Knight of Wands kind of reminds you that uh, do what's best for you, because oftentimes, selfishness or to be selfish is sometimes the only way we can go and we can't live our lives um, doing, you know, what's not the best for us but maybe our decision is you know impacting someone else and in in keeping ourselves small we make someone else's life easier you know and we can't live our entire life like that so with this full moon uh, spirit is kind of inviting you to live bigger and um live live better and to stop being concerned with you know, who, whom, what, what may be thought of you or, um, what the, the effects of your actions may have on others. Now, of course, I don't mean that in like a destructive way. I just mean that in more of a, um, a spiritual way, if that makes sense. Um, who's next? We got Gemini. We got Cancer. Cancer, you got the Page of Pentacles and the Fox. Okay, so uh, Cancer, I get that you are, you know, back at the beginning 
we're we're at point zero again um there's there's something new that needs to kind of be explored but with the fox coming up uh you know if there's anything that you're feeling like i don't have enough or you know i really want to try this new thing but i don't have enough money or i really want to do this but i could never have that amount of time to do it or oh i'm just so called to take this class but I'm just not good enough. Um, you know, don't follow the not enough mindset in this moment. Um, and that has to do with everything. That has to do with relationships. That has to do with friendships. That has to do with you, your finances. Um, if you're following the the line or the thought pattern of not enough it's sort of like it's not to say you're on the wrong path but you do need to shift your mindset into more of like just an explorer be an explorer on this full moon cancer don't be afraid to try something new and i bet if it's something that you're really really meant to do you can easily manifest what it is that you need in order to do this thing you know what I mean like if spirit wants you to do it they're gonna help you do it so do invite the possibility that spirit or God is on your side in assisting you to do what you are trying to do okay don't forget that Okay, uh, then we have Leo. Leo, you got the death card, and then you have Oyster. Um, Leo, I'm going to listen listen in for a second here. Okay, I am getting that this is, this death moment is kind of fresh. It, it is a change that perhaps, um, it's not to say you weren't expecting it because there is something expected about the death card, right? Like we know when we're kind of on the cusp of a new change or we know when we're headed in the direction of, of change right but sometimes like the moment that change happens uh we we're like shocked we're like oh my god I, I can't believe I'm here or um like it's like we move to a new city and we wake up the first morning in our new apartment in the new city and we're like how the heck did I get here that's the kind of feeling I'm getting with you at this full moon leo but that's beautiful i think now with the oyster um coming up i do want to remind you not to panic um at this moment because even if you know the first moment when we wake up in the new apartment or in the new city we might be feeling like what the what the heck did i do did i make a mistake did, what was i thinking i'm crazy how did i make this big change um why did i make this big change Okay, Leo, you got to calm yourself because I don't want you to think that you made the wrong choice because you absolutely did. Um, whatever change that you facilitated in your life, big or small, it was definitely the right choice. And any moments of panic that you have over the change that you've made, just know it's probably just anxiety about the future. It, it, you just can't see the full picture right now with the change that you have made. But know that 
your future is going to be better because of the thing that you did, okay? I hope that makes sense. Uh, Virgo, you got the Ten of Swords and you got the B. This is interesting, Virgo. Um, I'm going to listen in for you too in a, for a second. All right, Virgo. So the people around you are just not on the same page as you right now, huh? (laughs) But isn't that the kind of the story of your life, Virgo? Um, So the Ten of Swords, you know, there is 10. It's a 10 in the tarot, right? So ending of a cycle. I actually like the, the, the Ten of Swords. It tells me that there's something in my life that I've just, I've just you know, I'm beating a dead horse by continuing to think about it. I'm beating a dead horse to continue entertaining this thought or this, um, you know, this repeating, um, voice inside my head. It's just not, there's something that's very clearly not serving me anymore or you Virgo um but again that's something to do with your mind and the way that you're thinking and the way that you're going about things the B comes up um, to remind you that I do think that you should allow yourself to be humbled by others in this moment, Virgo. Uh, Don't assume that others have nothing to offer you, especially if you're trying to sort of break down, break through um, a negative coping mechanism or a negative thought pattern. Uh, Don't assume that nobody knows what you're going through or don't assume that nobody can help you or that you already know know everything about the the possibility the the you know already know everything about the thing that's happening you don't even need to ask anybody for advice I would say do go to you know your trusted friends or your family or whoever it is and let them give you let them show you your blind spot Virgo I'm getting that there's a blind spot you're not seeing and it and I think someone could easily show it to you if you let them. And it might provide you with some great relief. Okay. Uh, Libra. Libra, you got the Six of Cups and you got the Spider, uh, which is so interesting. Uh, really, I think the message is clear for you, Libra, especially because this is kind of like your full moon too. Even though it's the Aries full moon, it happens in your season. And um, if you listen to the beginning part of this, you heard me talk about, you know, Pluto and how Pluto has a lot to do with the past and releasing the past. And you happen to get two cards that are very much for me about the past and how the past has shaped us into what who we are and what we're becoming. So Libra, if you have found yourself kind of ruminating about the past during this season, especially, I would say, um, you know, it's not necessarily to your benefit. Remember that we can create closure um, by ourselves. We don't need someone else to create that for us. Remember that forgiveness only needs one person we don't need the person who wronged us 
to be around in order to forgive them. And remember, it's usually ourselves that we have the biggest trouble forgiving, okay? So anything, I think this is like a a beautiful time, I actually think, for self-forgiveness for you. Because if you spent even, you know, half the time you're spending thinking about the past right now if you if you channeled that and transmuted that energy into planting new seeds um getting excited about the future uh inviting the possibility of bigger and better things coming into your life i think you would be in a more positive mindset and spirit is just kind of saying like almost like they wish you were as excited about the future as for yourself as they are for you if that makes sense like i i don't know i think i think there are a lot of things that you're not seeing right now and it's because you kind of have not rose colored glasses on but you have like the past colored glasses on <laughs> all right so time to take those glasses off libra Scorpio, you got uh, five of swords and whale. Okay, so some really big emotional stuff we're working through right now. It seems like this five of swords moment, um, you know, whoever may have hurt you or whatever kind of sting uh, we may still be kind of revolving around, I think the reason it's sort of bothering you so much uh you know in this situation you're not able to say like oh just fuck it fuck them forget about it like you want to be able to do that but you can't and as you say that the the uh, siren goes off um so what you need to know i think is that whatever the situation that kind of pissed you off or fell apart or whatever person that may have hurt you or whatever the reason you're having trouble I think moving past it is because it's not even so much right now about what happened it was sort of how that situation um I think re-triggered some some really deep trauma um like I'm talking like childhood trauma things that happened really long ago and I'm just getting I'm getting the yeah I'm definitely getting the word re-triggered for you Scorpio so so yeah I guess maybe that is the medicine you need in order to move past this remember that in this situation I I think you for sure are able to walk away. Um, you are for sure able to get over this and get past this, um, but you're not going to get over it or get past it until you acknowledge that it sort of triggered something much deeper inside of you. Um, it, it wasn't even about, it, it kind of is, but not really. It wasn't even about the situation, that present situation. It was, it was about something that was much deeper in the past than you expected. So definitely meditate on that, Scorpio. Sagittarius, you got the King of Pentacles and you also got the Peacock. So I think it is a good time to sort of step into your power. Um, show people, you know, how oh wait a second (laughs) okay so there maybe there is a pressure to uh like show people how awesome you are or how great you are or how much they're missing um by you know not 
being in your life anymore or um, maybe there is like a sort of thing going on right now where you're like why can't my boss see that I'm like amazing or like you know is is my ex just like crying over you know me not being in their life anymore or like you know there's just kind of a certain a certain I don't want to say cockiness but it's sort of like you're stepping into your own you're stepping into a new level of your power if that makes sense and that's good but I would invite you to sort of reframe stepping into your power and know that it doesn't have to have anything to do with putting anybody else down um not that you would do that Sagittarius but Um, I mean in the way of your mind. It's not to say you're verbally putting people down and saying like I'm awesome and you're not but you know maybe maybe your your thought process lately has been you know a little bit more on the cocky side or just a little bit more on the side of like I can accomplish anything and you can Sagittarius but I will say that going forth I think you're gonna have to start focusing on self-love for the sake of loving yourself and not for the sake of showing other people how much you love yourself (laughs) I don't know that could be just for a few of you but I'm just getting like or like you're gonna step into your power for the sake of you stepping into your power not for the sake of showing other people how powerful you are okay like it's almost like doing this stuff for just for yourself and for god and for spirit not for the reward that's what you're working on right now uh capricorn you got your own card you got the devil card and then you also got the gazelle capricorn i say this to you every time (laughs) every time i'm like you know they're just not they're not showing they're not admitting that they have emotions or like they're not admitting that the emotions that they're carrying are are heavy um and you know capricorns are intuitive and again you sometimes you guys deny that about yourselves so with the devil and the gazelle coming up I will say that, uh, you know, classic, the classic devil card doesn't take a psychic to interpret that, you know, negative coping mechanisms aren't doing you justice at this moment. If during this full moon, you do find yourself tempted towards negative coping mechanisms, um, I would say it's not in your highest good. Obviously, I would say do your best to be aware of that and shift that. But on a deeper level, um, I'm going to listen here for a second. Okay, I get it. Um, So on a deep, deep, deeper level Capricorn um, this is kind of about you and your fear of opening your heart Um, it's not to say that your negative negative coping mechanisms really have to do with your own life and trying to get through your own life they're more about avoiding vulnerability and avoiding 
yeah, opening that heart chakra. Uh, so I think this full moon could be a very good opportunity for you to sort of consider like, where are you still afraid of being vulnerable? Where are you having trouble opening up to people? Uh, is there a way to shift this? Is there a way to share your story um, in a way that'll kind of set you free? And you don't have to keep these things secret Capricorn I mean nobody's perfect everybody's gone through shit you don't have to have care be carrying this facade that you have no reason to ever be vulnerable because you too have these deep emotions okay Aquarius you got the hermit and then you also got the owl so that's amazing um Aquarius I think for this full moon I just want you to listen I want you to listen very very carefully to your guides um and if you do find if you are finding yourself at a crossroads um I do feel like this full moon is going to illuminate um something for you and give you some clarity but that's dependent on, I think, how many distractions you can cut out for this weekend, if that makes sense. So I would say, like, you know, maybe it's not the greatest weekend to, like, go out partying and have a bunch of people over at your house and be busy, busy, busy. Because I think spirit does want some quiet time with you. And I think spirit just wants to chill with you, have some chill time. I think you may have to tell your friends or your significant others, like, hey, I'm doing me this weekend. It's me time. You may need to take some a nature walk or go sit in a cafe by yourself and journal or whatever it may be. It's definitely a full moon that's calling for some me time. And it's actually within that me time where you, where you will receive the clarity that you need. Also, uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm getting this maybe for just a few of you, but do pay attention to your dreams at this time. Okay. And then Pisces, you got the Ace of Swords, and then you got the Raccoon, which was interesting, very interesting. Um, okay. So Pisces tend to, you know, and I can say this because I'm a Pisces, um, Pisces tend to kind of have some unrealistic expectations as to, like, like life being heavy for them and it being easier for everybody else and it's sort of like because we feel so deeply and you know we we feel our emotions uh you know one minute we feel one thing the next minute we feel another we're constantly fluctuating you know, with our emotions all the time, it's it's because we're deeply empathic. Um, but we kind of like have this illusion that somehow we can achieve a, a state of being where we don't have to be like that. <laughs> uh, like, like, you know, if we just found the right guru or the right tarot cards or the right book, uh, we would be able to just reach like a state of like, happy equilibrium where we never felt fear or anxiety or depression or we never felt despair or hopelessness or whatever whatever it may be um actually spirits coming in to say that um you know not to burst your bubble pisces but 
you know, part of your gift is are those emotions, A, and B, part of your lesson you choose chose to learn in this lifetime was about being able to share your gift and help others while still having fear in your life or uh, still having these challenging emotions you know you it's more a moon that's teaching you how to cohabitate with your tough emotions and also your purpose if that makes sense and yes Pisces you can juggle the two and I think there may be sort of a wake-up call or a aha moment when it comes to this full moon about your relationship to your fear and how you can continue to move forward while still having the fears that you do because again it's it's not and this is for everybody it's not about necessarily destroying our fears I think that's impossible I think it's about um, you know, learning to function with our fears. So, and I think that's about it I have for you guys today. So thank you so much for listening to this short episode and let me know how your full moon is going. And I will talk to you guys next time, I think for the next artist way episode. So stay tuned for that and I will talk to you guys soon.